Well, we've talked a lot, uh, I think, over the years, recent years, about um, divisiveness, uh, political extremism, just the uh, the state of politics, really, not just here at home, but around the world. I mean, things have really fired up, heated up. Um, and now there's groups saying, OK, we need to tone this down here in Alberta moving forward. It, does it imply instability within our province? Both parties go after each other. The UCP saying that it'll be a disaster again if Rachel Notley gets in. Rachel Nolley's saying it's a disaster because there's so much instability and uncertainty if the UCP gets in mm-hmm. again. At the end of the day, instability is not good for business. Mm-hmm. So how do you attack that? How do you deal with that? How do you remove some of that divisiveness? From the Business Council of Alberta, time to welcome the CEO, Adam Leggy, joining us this morning. Adam, how are you doing? I'm good, Daryl. Thanks. Good morning. Good. Good to have you here. Adam, uh, so let's start this conversation by you know, your organization saying, hey, you know what, there's some concern here no matter what. Why does, why does that divisiveness, why does that extremism cause, uh, is it, why is it cause for concern for you? Well, Jalen, I'll, I'll actually bring us all back. When we did, uh, we talked to over 2,000 Albertans in uh, between 2021 and 2022 when we were doing our Define the Decade project, which is a 10-year vision and strategy for Alberta. And one of the things we heard loud and clear from Albertans across the province uh, from all demographic groups was that they were just tired of, A, governments fighting, uh, and B, just that polarization that's really crept into society. It, we're not unique in Alberta. We have divisiveness all across. We you know, mm-hmm. looked at our neighbours in the south, who seem to be the poster children of divisiveness. But what it does is it it it, it, it it distracts conversations, it distracts focus uh, from the real important work, the strategic work about building uh, Alberta as the best place that we can. And we get into these different battles that really, as I say, distract from what's important. And so when you can't focus on what's important, you're always sort of fighting fires over here and over there. Um, and you just can't set yourself up for success. And there are places around the world that are focusing on being the best in the world. And so if we're not doing that, someone else is, and uh, and we risk uh, losing out. Well, like you just mentioned, there, there, there have been instances of this across the country or south of the border. So uh, is, is Alberta any different? Uh, is it more so here? Do you think that we have a bigger issue with this? There, there is a bit of it, Daryl. I'd say that one of the, the the rivalries that Alberta typically likes to perpetuate is everything from Calgary versus Edmonton, urban versus rural, north versus south. Um, you see other places around the world where they're getting together and they're creating these mega economic regions. They're collaborating beyond their borders. Um, they're getting their heads around putting aside their differences about who's going to win this part of the economic pie or who's a better community and they're working together. We've got to get a little bit past that. If we keep fighting Calgary versus Edmonton, it's fine to keep it on the ice, mm-hmm. but, um, but uh, let's kind of focus on, on being working together. And, and, and I, and I think, you know, to be honest, when we talk to Albertans, the, the thing that they want for their future, which is a good quality of life, good life for their kids, a, 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 a good life for all, it was pretty consistent, regardless of who you talk to, where they were, uh, their backgrounds, their demographics. They have different views of how to get there, and that's what we empower government to do, but we all are looking for that same thing. So, Adam, you know, we'll, we'll find out tonight or possibly early this morning who the uh, next Premier uh, will be. How does that person, whomever it is, work to try to change things? What do these leaders need to do? 
Well, we're encouraging them to really get Albertans excited around a big, bold vision. I think that's something we haven't seen in this election. It's very, it's been very much about the leaders. The election now, the the government needs to focus on what are those things that Albertans want us to do, and that is to build a province of prosperity. Mm-hmm. And so, identify those areas where Alberta can compete and win. And we've identified those and defined a decade. It's around energy. It's around food and agriculture. It's around wellness. Um, and build the economic platform, build the community platforms that are going to enable uh, us to attract and retain the best talent that we can, have high quality of life, uh, create the conditions for business to be successful here and to create jobs. And and let's not bicker back and forth across the aisle or with other levels of government, frankly. Um, and let's focus on building the the best that Alberta can be. And that's what we encourage is let's focus on a, on a longer-term mandate uh, for the province. You know, Adam, uh, sometimes I want something concrete to grab onto, right? I want something specific that I can point to and go, okay, that's an example. That So as you talk, I like what you're saying and I like hearing what you're saying, but it all is in some ways sort of nebulous. It's up in the air. It's, it's great concepts. But how do you translate that into actual action where you can point to some you know what i mean uh you know it mm-hmm, sounds mm-hmm. great we need to come together and create an environment and stim- etc what do we got to do do I think, I, I think i think people are I, I think it starts with the vision i think they're we heard from albertans that they want their their government to define a vision i think it starts with that if you get people excited and paint a picture of what the future can be and what the possibilities can be you then begin to spark action you begin to spark alignment um and then that sets the ground for action uh we can't it's hard to take action in the absence of a vision and mm. so when you can spark a vision and get people excited about that they'll be willing to roll up their sleeves they'll put their hand up and say what can I do? How can I invest? How can I participate? Um, but in in the absence of that, I think Alberta has been languishing without a vision for many many years. Um, that's not a critique of current past government. It's, it's it's been for quite some time. But once you do that, people will put their hand up. They will step forward, um, and you'll begin to see the things happening. And then success begets success, and the ball starts to roll, and the momentum builds. Um, and there's great examples of that. I mean, we look at some of the things happening in Texas around the energy sector and the energy transition. We look at things uh, in um, in the Netherlands with agriculture. Um, when you get a vision of what the place can be at best, people will participate, and you will begin to see that that action. Adam, great to talk with you again. We'll leave it there this morning. Uh, Let's do it again soon. Thank you for joining us. Oh, did he just disappear? Yep. Okay. Uh, that's Adam Legg from the he Business says, Council welcome. of My Alberta. <laughs> thank you. He's the CEO of the uh, Business Council of Alberta. Adam, uh, thank you for that. You know what? I, I, I would love to see politics return um, to uh, being a little more respectful or a lot more respectful. I would love to see that divisiveness uh, gone, the the extremism um, gone on all sides, everywhere. I'm not, not finger-pointing anywhere. I, I would like it to see a return of, you know, working together to get a job bloody well done instead of just yelling at each other. I'm not sure we're, we're going to see that. Well, yeah, once you've gotten to this point, there was always a saying that politics is, is a dirty game, yeah. right? It's always been that in some form or another. But now there are more players in that dirty. Mm-hmm. It used to be a smaller group. Now, with yeah. our connectivity, everybody yeah. gets to be within yeah. that group. Makes it a lot harder to either control or mm-hmm. corral or, or divert. Mm-hmm. And so it can just 
keep blowing up. So, yeah, what does that look like? It'd be nice. We, we did saw a little of that during the wildfires. The closest yeah, thing we course, saw yeah. to cooperation was when Daniel Smith and Rachel Nolly yep. met together. They were yep. both at the Expo Center and the Evacuation Center. And I can't count the number of times we saw it on the text line. We saw it with other people going, what a breath of fresh air to see mm-hmm. our leaders trying mm-hmm. to work together mm-hmm. for a common goal. Mm-hmm. Can we get there again, regardless of who wins tonight? We'll see. Uh, yeah, um, my 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 optimism when it comes to to that front is uh, languishing. Let's put it that way. <laughs>